guys, welcome to the Almost Athletes Podcast, coming at you with another episode. This one's going to be geared towards soccer, so all you soccer fans out there listening, this one's for you. Uh, today, this is Dimitri Bayard, my little brother Sean. What's up, guys? Hell yeah, we're out here, we're going to be talking about Premier League first. Season's been freaking nuts so far. Everything completely unpredictable. I have not been able to predict a single game. Yeah, it's, it's been pretty nuts, honestly. I mean, City sitting up top. Uh, I mean, that's deserving, I think. Man City has easily been the best team yeah. in Prem. I mean, they had, they had a little bit of a rough start, but then right after that, they kicked off like they were prime Man City again. Right. I mean, and now we're seeing a version of Liverpool we haven't seen in a long time. <laughs> Liverpool is down in the dumps. They have yeah. three center backs injured. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's super unfortunate the way that they're dealing with all these injuries and stuff. And, I mean... They're just they've been lackluster regardless on offense too. I mean they haven't been scoring as many goals as they normally do. Uh they're just you know, not the same Liverpool. And it's partially due to the injuries. We can't we can't discredit them. However, they did buy a bunch or at least loan a bunch of center backs recently, and they're still playing the same two in the back. I don't understand why. Yeah, they just bought Kabak and he's a he's supposed to be a great defender from Shaka. Yeah. And so far, I don't think we've seen a single appearance from him yet. No, no, he's just sitting on the bench still. And they bought Ben Davies too. Not yeah. not Tottenham Ben Davies for no. for those of you thinking that's who it is. No, they didn't buy that no. world class ability. <laughs> Absolutely not. That guy is too cracked. We would never trade him for anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, who are they playing in the center back? Is it Jordan Henderson right now? I mean, last game I think they played Fabinho and Fabinho. Jordan Henderson in the yeah. back. Like, I mean, those so, are two center mids. Yeah. Um, by trade, so I don't I don't think that's the best move. Maybe they should give these guys a little bit of a chance. Um, but you know, it's Jurgen Klopp. Guy knows what he's doing. So to be honest, their defense hasn't been what was completely lacking, except for that last game where Allison made every mistake possible. That was just that, <laughs> that guy's a bonehead. I don't know what happened. Like normally, this guy is prime. Does not make mistakes. Very very good. Goalkeeper blocks everything. Smart, smart man when it comes to decision making. But I don't know what happened. You to want him. to know what it is? It's a, it's a new Liverpool curse. Oh, Carius. It's Lorius, Lorius Carius all over again. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no one could forget that Champions League. But this time we have no concussion to blame it on. Nope. Hey, and Gareth Bale was banging shots, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep, just like he is a top. Oh. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I'm a huge Tottenham fan. Uh, brother's a big Chelsea fan, and my dad's an Arsenal fan, so we Boy do guy. have quite the rivalry in our household, always talking shit. Anyone who comes over and mentions soccer, it, it ends up being a 45-minute debate that they were not ready for, so <laughs> one, day, can... one, day we'll bring, one day we'll bring that into the podcast. <laughs> All they can do is just sit and watch as we argue. And it's funny, because me and Dimitri are probably always right, oh, yeah. but he insists. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 comedy gold if you guys ever want to stop by and, and check it out. <laughs> One day he'll hop on, for sure. Alright, now back to Man City, actually. Kevin De Bruyne injured, and they're still doing great. Amazing, actually. Yeah, I mean, they're topping the table, and it really seems like there's no competition. Not only Not only is De Bruyne injured, they aren't playing with a conventional striker yet. I mean Gabriel Jesus, I would he's not really proven himself as the the go to guy up top. It's weird because I see these crazy appearances from him some sometimes, but right. other times he just disappears. 
Yeah, I mean, let's talk about Raheem Sterling, too. The guy's really starting to step up. Uh, I used to think the guy was nothing, to be honest. When he was at Liverpool and first couple years at City, he had zero finishing. Pep Guardiola really just pulled that out of him. I don't know how. I think Pep Guardiola just is really great with bringing, bringing players' confidence up. Yeah, I like mean, even Kevin De Bruyne, he was at Chelsea, couldn't make an impact. Right. To be honest, that's probably a Chelsea problem more. Yeah. But he brought him back from <laughs> Wolfsburg after that and made him into a top five player in the world. Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. And let's talk about just one one more thing uh, for Manchester City, Philly fucking Foden. Oh my god! Big ups to this kid. I mean, Sean and I have been big fans for so long already. Oh yeah. Uh, bottom in career modes left and right. You guys know what I'm talking about. I mean, the guy is really showing up, hitting his stride now. Uh, I think he should be of. I mean, a continuous starting a starter going forward. I know De Bruyne would normally take up his position, but they should really make some space for him. No, I mean he should. In my opinion, they had a perfect replacement in for Davi Silva and Phil Foden right there. Yeah. Right. And he's just been absolutely amazing. In my opinion, he is the best wonder kid in the Premier League. I think so, too. All right, well, moving forward, uh, let's go to Manchester United. I mean, I'm surprised they're sitting up there in second right now, to be honest. But, hey, they've been putting up the performances. Uh, After they lost to Tottenham, (laughs) I did not think they were going to be anything. But look at them sitting second, second right now. Team looking... Pretty damn good. All the attackers are, I mean, in great form. You look at Mason Greenwood even hitting his stride too. Marcus Rashford, Cavani stepping into into the team, making immediate impact left and right. I, I mean, that's awesome. Uh, honestly, McTominay. McTominay is a little underrated. In my McTominay. Opinion. I think he's kind of nasty. He's like a low key, like just unsung hero. But like, I mean, he scored two the other day, didn't he? Yeah, for the win, you yeah. mean in that nine zero win? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that was something to to behold. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. I mean, and of course, let's talk about Bruno Fernandez. Just on another level, that that guy, maybe maybe taking Kevin De Bruyne's spot as the best attacking mid. Yeah, in the Prem, I mean, there's little competition right now. I would say, and I mean, it's the Premier League, so you're always gonna have like probably the greatest players in the world sitting there, except for. Arguably, some in La Liga, some some in Syria, and of course PSG. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say Liga, but PSG. Of course, you can argue, make a case for those guys. But the Premier League is where most of the talent lies. I think. Uh, um, in my opinion, I'll always I'll always say that Premier League is the best league in the world. Oh, in facts. my opinion, you can say La Liga with Barca, Real Madrid, but not recently. Not, not recently. recently. Definitely not in COVID times. Yeah, I mean, speaking of other leagues and Manchester United, Donny van de Beek. Oof. Hmm. I said it from the beginning, that was not the move for him. Hmm. Not I, It's not It's not panning out well for him. I mean, he had a few good appearances at the beginning, but even then, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer Sos- just did not want to play him. He's not with it, man. He's he not just with it. didn't trust the process. I don't understand why either. That guy's I love him, man. Watching him at, at Ajax last season was, I mean, was awesome. That that whole team was a spectacle. Honestly. Oh my gosh, that Champions League run that they had! I wanted them to win the whole thing so badly. Well, I didn't because Tottenham <laughs> beat them. So that's uh, I mean Lucas. That's all I gotta say. Oh For gosh. those of you who knows what I'm ta- who I'm talking about, what I'm talking about, fucking Lucas, hat trick hero, baby, 
almost took us home, but didn't. <laughs> could honestly could have been one of the best Champions League in history, and then Liverpool yeah, taught them how yeah, to ruin yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. Let's not let's not talk about that just yet. We'll we'll bring that up <laughs> later on. But yeah. let's move on. Next teams, uh, let's just bring them up in batch at this point. Let's go Leicester City, West Ham, Everton. I mean, what are we thinking about these three teams right now going forward? Um, Easily Leicester is the best team there. Oh, yeah. Leicester has been surprising me. After after Chelsea bought Chilwell, I thought they were going to drop off a little bit because they don't even have a left back. Yeah. But James Justin yeah. has been stepping up. Man, but, unfortunately for Leicester... Um, Lester, he he just picked up an ACL injury. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Um, I mean, who's who's Lamptey, right? Lamptey. Lamptey. No, but he's at Brighton. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying they had the similar situation. Kids started mm. popping off, and then he got injured. That's true. That so true. I mean, I don't understand what's. I mean, it sucks. It sucks that these teams are are finding these these young players really stepping up, and yeah, that injury bug just doesn't does not go away. Yeah, at least for Leicester, they just got Ricardo back oh, from right. injury, and he was their Player of the Year on for for a few seasons. I don't know if he was Player of the Year the season they won the Premier League, but I know that he was Player of the Year for Leicester a couple seasons. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about James Madison too. This guy's been freaking banging him recently. My favorite player on Leicester. Easily. I mean, I think it's awesome how he has spent the last few years. Very, very good player. Everyone knows he's a good player, but he was never known as a scoring guy. And now this season, he's scoring, assisting, he's doing everything for the team. He's always been great at passing, great at crossing, great, I mean, crazy technique. This guy this guy has great technique, but he was never the goal scorer of the team, and now he, he's taken over. No, he really elevated his game, and when, when I saw Vardy got injured for the first time at the beginning, I... I had a huge feeling that Madison was going to take over, and yeah, honestly, I don't know if he took over the first couple games, but eventually he just took off again. And yeah, yeah, played amazing. Yeah, Leicester, Leicester's a good team to watch if you guys are just getting into the prem. I'd say, I mean, Man City always go for them. Of course, Leicester is a, is is close in that in that team teams to watch category. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Liverpool at four. It's. It, we touched it, on them earlier. We did touch on them, and it's got to be frustrating for Klopp with no center backs there, and especially Van yeah. Dijk, the probably debatably best, yeah. the best center back in the world. I think so too. I mean, we said it before: injury bug. Things would be very different if, if obviously he wasn't in that situation. Of course. Um, but you know that's what happens in soccer. They're not going to finish up. They're not going to finish up uh, up top. I don't think this season. I think they'll they'll get a Champions League spot. Hey, I don't want to cut anything off in the Premier League right, <laughs> right now. Especially season. anything's possible. Yeah, I yeah. could even maybe see Arsenal end up in the top four this year. No, I can't. <laughs> uh, they have thirty one <laughs> points. I, I just don't see it happening. But all right, I mean, let's see. Let's let's go move on since we already talked about Liverpool a little bit. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea just obviously kicked out Lampard because he had he had a rough patch at the end, and it could be understandable to take him out. My personal opinion, it was a little unfair. Too soon. Let him finish the season. I think. Yeah, that's what at I least, think too. And at least it also improves the conditions for for Tuchel to come in. to come in. But right. I mean, I mean, 
Tuchel's doing Tuchel's a great good. job. Good coach. I th- it's not it's not a bad pickup, but it's a similar situation that that Tottenham had. I think uh, just letting go of Poch and bringing in Mourinho. Uh, yes, is it maybe an upgrade in terms of coaching experience and uh, resume? All these things. Yes, yes, of course you can't deny the numbers. Both of these coaches are great, but I don't know, man. You did Lampard, club legend, Poch took the team, took Tottenham from pretty much nothing into something for for the in the last few years. So I think it's a little harsh, a little, a little, a little much to get rid of these people so soon. But you know, although I agree with you, I do think Lampard is nowhere near the caliber of Pochettino. No, and no, not even close. It's probably more understandable that Lampard gets sacked because there's just so much uncertainty about him. Like you don't know if he has that world class, right, managerial level. I mean, he came from Derby County, so it's like and you just <laughs> that's his only season of exactly. experience. But he did bring over Mason Mount as well. Oh, Mason Mount has been yeah. amazing. So I mean, that that's that's a big credit to him. I without Lampard, who knows what Mason Mount would be right now. No, of course. Not just Mason Mount. Tammy Abraham. Tammy Abraham as well. And even Pulisic have elevated his game with Lampard. Well, now, since Tuchel used to coach Bruce Dortmund when Pulisic was there. Yeah, but... They have that chem. We have not seen Pulisic. We've seen him him one game, and that was against Barnsley. And he hasn't really done much still. But I don't... I I think he'll pop off. My personal opinion, he'll he'll come on. Tuchel will put him in at the right time and make a great system for him. I think think Tuchel was... I remember reading this. uh, Tuchel was saying how he prefers Pulisic to come off the bench. He thinks he's like a... An impact player coming off, and I mean, I, I kind of disagree. I, I like to see Pulisic starting. Uh, I think he's a constant threat. The way he likes to go forward consistently, constantly putting pressure on the defense. I think he's a he's a starting player. He should be a starting player. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know what what his plan is going forward. But it, it's definitely tough because he he can be a world class player. He can really be at that level. But Just the consistently issues, huh? the injury problems, mm-hmm. he, he's really injury prone. And Tuchel does have a point there that he does very well coming off the bench for some reason. And that's something yeah. I hope he can fix in the future. So that hey, there's nothing wrong with there. that. There have always been players like that. I mean, oh, I mean, we're moving on to Everton anyway. Mm. FA Cup, we, we all know, crazy wow. 5-4 game with Tottenham. And speaking of bench players that make an impact, fucking Bernard. <laughs> Bernard, this guy, I mean, FIFA, FIFA 15, 14, Shakhtar, used to have five-star skills. You know what I'm talking about. This guy, absolutely nuts. But he was never like, I mean, you don't consider him a starter. You don't consider him a world-class player. When you think of best players in the Premier League, you do no. not think no. of Bernard. You think of no. Bruno Fernandes, Kevin right. De Bruyne, you don't think, you don't Mo think Salah. Of Bern- you don't think of Bernard. And here's but, Bernard absolutely shredding Tottenham. Fucking, I almost cried. <laughs> I, I was working, and I mean, I, I just kept looking at my phone, obviously the huge game, and I see, oh, 1-0. All right. 2-0 shit. I, think, I don't know exactly how it went. But I think it was 2-1. Then 3-1. Then 3-2. I think it was. And then I was like, oh crap. 3-2 at halftime. And then, yeah. And then we end up scoring 3-3. Then Everton scores 4-3. And I'm just, I'm like, oh my god. It's already like the 80th minute. I'm fucking pissed. 
boom, Tottenham goal. I was like, all right, fuck yeah, we're going to win an extra time for sure. Five minutes, six minutes into into extra time, unfortunately, Bernard decides to <laughs> to drop his fat sack on the Tottenham fan base's oh, face. So that was not that was not fun for me, but you know what? It was an exhilarating game. I watched the highlights afterwards. It it, it was a good time. Fucking pissed I missed it, but you know, work life. What are you gonna do? To be honest, I was <laughs> while that was going on. I was watching Barcelona Sevilla, and oh, while I was watching, that was not a good game, and I fell asleep. Wasn't it two nil? It was yeah. It ended two nil, and when I was yeah. watching, it was one zero. And it was just a boring game. And then I yeah. fell asleep. And then I wake up to Tottenham. four to five, and I'm like, what the hell did I miss? Right. No, it's crazy. Everton, I mean, great looking team. When Hamas first burst into the scene for that club, I was like, wow, ah. this guy is absolutely sensational. Proven to be, proven to be exactly what everyone thought he was going to be after the World Cup. And we hope to see more of him going forward. No, I've been agreeing with... All the Colombians here in Miami telling me that he is going to be the next big big thing, and I, I was saying he's not going to get that at Real Madrid. No. There's just no way. I knew it, man. Especially Real Madrid. Is he done? There's only types of few types of players that can go and fuck shit up at Real Madrid, and Kylian Mbappe is going to be one of those people. Nah, because he's he, already fucked shit up. And he's lit up the world. Yeah, yeah. Like he is, but that's the type you need to go yeah. to. You need to go to Real, if you're moving to Real Madrid. You need to be that guy. You need already. to be proven. You're right. Like Ronaldo, when he came in, man was stud at, at, at Manchester United. He was United already considered like, to be one of the best players in the world already. Yeah, he was a fucking very, very situated in his position in 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 the world stage of soccer. So mm-hmm. I I think it's very important for Real Madrid people. That's that's how they have to come in. Otherwise, the pressure a lot of people can't take it. So I mean. That's a, a talk for another day because I have a very strong opinions about transfers to Real Madrid, uh, and yeah. So I mean, we'll talk we'll talk about that another time. By the way, if you guys have anything that you guys want to want to talk talk to us about, hit us up on socials, and yeah, we'll definitely bring some content. Uh, but this is all soccer related when it's me and my brother. So I mean, yeah, just let us know what you guys think in the comments and stuff, and yeah, we'll go ahead and, and bring that over to you guys. All right, perfect. Uh, next team on the list. We skipped West Ham, by the way. Uh, I'm sorry for all you West Ham fans out there. <laughs> hey, okay, I'll briefly talk talk about Suchek. That oh, man okay, has been amazing. He is yeah. making goals left and right. And honestly, I think he's carrying the shit out of that team. No, oh, I mean Declan Rice, great player. I wanted him at Chelsea too, but no, yeah. it, I I am thinking that Suchek is Suchek's kind of nasty. Is just doing something else there. Yeah. All right. Moving on to Tottenham. I mean, my 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 coworker said this to me when Tottenham was sitting at number one. He was like, "Don't get too comfortable, <laughs> Tottenham." are like an elephant on a tree and i was like fuck he's right <laughs> an elephant <laughs> on a tree yeah just he was right <laughs> they're just bound to fall so yeah that happened that happened pretty badly we we had a i mean like a, i think a a 10 game just absolute catastrophe streak and it, it was just not good for us um i don't know i think it can be kind of I don't know I think we can kind of go back to Mourinho's play style I just don't like how he likes to sit back so much and wait for things to happen 
and I understand the counterattacking aspect of it, especially with Son, Harry Kane. These guys have been balling out together when it comes on the counterattack. But I hate how when we go up 1-0, he decides to sit back and just wait out the game, wait out the 90 minutes. I hate that so much. Number one, it makes it a boring watch. Number two, it's you put so much stress on the defense, so much, because now you're putting every all the pressure on them, and that's not how the game should be played. If you want your if you want your team to to win a game, if you want your defense to feel comfortable, lay them off a little bit. Just like go play offense, like keep the ball. He's not a possession guy, but we need to have possession. We need to move forward with it, have these opportunities, or else teams are always small teams. Even can do this. They're just gonna stomp all over us in the in the final quarter of the game. It always happens. That's actually what you see when when you guys play against small teams. You guys actually what do happens? pretty well against the top teams because we know we can't have that, or else they will shit on us. Yeah, exactly. And then the small teams are pretty much playing the same game as you, but probably better because right, they they, they know the how time. to sit back inside of their box, have all eleven players in there, so you guys can't get in. And when you guys don't practice keeping the ball, you guys just, just can't get through. It's and not, you don't have your counterattacks. It's not good. Uh, I don't want to go on too much of a rant on how Tottenham's doing. But let's talk about the positives. Uh, Son, Harry Kane, Hoiberg. I think those three are just shining stars for the club right now. Uh, they, Of course, Harry Kane. Of course, Son. But Hoiberg, Hoiberg, Hoiberg coming in from, from Southampton. Huge pickup. The guy's been an absolute beast. He just got... Captainship, uh, I think that was a great move. Guy's a leader on and off the field. Uh, love to watch his game. Guy's a bully. Yeah, I mean, you're also forgetting about Ndombele. Ndombele is oh, a yeah, new yeah. man under Mourinho. Right, right. He has been popping off. Yeah, I think it's uh, make way for Ndombele. Sorry, Dele Alli, honestly. <laughs> Dele Alli is, is gone. He fell off the face of the earth. Yeah. Hopefully he gets a loan somewhere else, revives his career, and gives some competition for Ndombele. But nah, no, I, I think he's getting sold. Soon. I think he's getting sold. Nah, that, uh, that might be a good idea. Actually, really quick, how do you feel about getting Christian Eriksen back? I don't want him. I don't need him. That's just going to... Ndombele is not the type of guy who is good with that competition. I've seen, I've noticed that he wants to be the star. He wants to be the face. He wants to have all the confidence. And when he is given that power like that, guy performs. I mean, I always think he looks so funny when he does his skills. He just doesn't (laughs) look like a normal skiller. But man, does he shit on some people sometimes? Like sombreros, just his scissors are very nice. His cutting, I don't know. He does he does everything very nicely and crisply. So no, he he looks so unorthodox when he does all those moves. It doesn't look pleasing to be honest, but you can also tell that it's working. Right, it's getting by the person, it's putting pressure on the defense, all and he's matters. doing his job perfectly. Yeah, the guy's a stud for sure. So I mean, I mentioned I was talking about top three players, but that's definitely fourth right there. Yeah, Toby Alderweireld stepping up as as a as a vocal leader on the club. Um, yeah, I'm happy about that. Vertonghen obviously leaving the club over the summer. Um, you know, that, that was a big, that was a big up for, for Alderweireld, I think. Uh, in my opinion, you guys have yet to get us another world-class center back. No. I don't think Davidson Sanchez. I don't think Davidson Sanchez or even Eric Dyer Mm. is that other center back. I think you guys need another... Top class center back. We have Joe Roden. He's young. He's maybe, young. He maybe, can get there. Maybe he'll get there one day. 
I think um, I think Skriniar is still a good option for you guys, although he's starting to play more at Inter, so yeah, it's gonna be tougher. That guy's a beast. No, but he is a beast. I th- I think he's still a good option in my opinion. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll see going forward what what things are gonna happen for Tottenham. Um, but yeah, I mean let's move on. One last Premier League team we're gonna talk about Arsenal. Uh, they've been really really subpar, lackluster. Um. But it's just weird their situation. I they have they have the squad. They have they have two stages of their season so far. Yeah. They have pre Emil Smith Rowe. Yeah. And they have a- after Emil Smith Rowe. I heard this from, I think I think it was one football. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. After after Emil. After Smith Rowe showed up, they've been a new team because they finally have that Ozil type player. I'm yep. not comparing him to Ozil; he was he's nowhere near as good as Prime Ozil, but he is the same type of player, and he's making a difference. Yep, and that's why I think Martin Odegaard was actually a pretty good loan for them. It's, oh, I think it's a great loan. I love Martin Odegaard. I think it would have been better if they they could have gone a little longer because six months is not really enough for a young. They player. have an option to buy though. No, they don't. They do? Oh, they actually might not. No, Never mind. Real Madrid doesn't want to give them away like that. No, I don't <laughs> think they have an option to buy. And I don't know. I, I think it would have been great for Odegaard and Arsenal if he had a little bit more time. But unfortunately, I don't think it's going to help either one. Yeah. I think Odegaard's not going to get that much playing time. And Smith Rowe's going to still keep that spot. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. He's not He's not getting that much time right now, obviously. Uh, man only has like a, a little bit over 100 touches for Arsenal, period. Jeez. Yeah, so it's not like uh, he's he's getting a lot of opportunities, but hey, we'll hey, see what Arsenal happens. have one positive that they can brag about, and that's Bukayo Saka. That guy's a young Saka legend. Saka is amazing. Young this season, legend. probably the second best youngster in the Prem behind Phil Foden, of course. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, this guy is absolutely sensational. Not gonna lie to you. I mean, he he just steps up man he just steps the fuck up in the big moments and he's the only one that really is kind of a spark on this team he's he's the only one that is really just like oh i'm gonna take the ball i'm gonna go at you and i'm gonna try to create something out of it i I don't i don't see much else happening in that team obama yang shouldn't shouldn't really be too far away from that conversation but he is and that's disappointing Recently, he said he hasn't been showing up for family issues. If there is something there, of course, I hope everything is great for him. Yeah, but it just it, it sucks for Arsenal because you you'd expect you'd expect Aubameyang, Willian, or even at least at this point Nicola Pepe yeah. to to show up and start making a difference. But it's just all on Saka. Exactly. And don't get me wrong, he's taking that mantle and and absolutely doing amazing with it. Yeah, the guy's definitely a stud. So, I mean, let's move on from Premier League and let's go over to what everyone wants to talk about. That's the Champions League. Of course. So, let's go ahead and talk about first matchup coming up Tuesday, February 16th. Uh, Let's talk about the Tuesday games then. That's Barcelona, PSG. Wow. The big game right there. Leipzig, Liverpool. Okay. So, let's touch on Barca, PSG for his thoughts. I think PSG takes this 
Barca has been so poor lately. It's a sub. It's a very subpar Barca these days. Messi does not want to be there. Griezmann. Griezmann actually has been. Stepping He's been stepping up up. a little bit. He's been stepping just up just a little bit. But I don't know. There's the quality is no longer there at Barca. No, it's it's just they sold Suarez for some reason. Dembele actually has been looking better on the right side finally. But I don't know. There's nothing world class about this Barcelona right now. Yeah, and fucking weird without, to see. Of course, especially without Messi like stepping up like he usually does. Like, yeah. Right now, I can't say Messi is the best best player in the world. He doesn't look like it. He's de- he definitely has the most talent, and I still believe that he he still is He's the goat. best player. Yeah. But he is not this season, at least no. performance wise. No. So, uh, I mean, yeah, our advice for that, if you're sports betting, is PSG. We'll take that. Um, next one, Leipzig, Liverpool. This is Liverpool written all over it. Leipzig, is, I think so. Uh, Leipzig, I mean, did a lot to get into this position. But mm, Liverpool is going to step up to the occasion. Wow. Um, I, I don't know if I can agree with that. Leipzig has been amazing. They beat PSG in the group stage, and PSG is very impressive. And... Not only that, they also signed Dominic Sabosly. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if he. I don't know how he's been doing, to be honest. But that that's still a great team right there. I'm and not. I'm not saying they're they not a great team. They still have Upa Meccano and Konate there. Angelino, right. Angelino. I don't know how to pronounce that, but whatever. <laughs> whichever one it is, he has been amazing. Yeah, absolutely yeah, he, great. I mean, yeah, they they have a great young team over there for sure. But Liverpool, reigning champs, well, never mind, not reigning champs not anymore. anymore. Yeah. But, you know, reigning champs for the last two years before that, um, I don't know. They don't They don't want to give up that much credit right now. And Champions League is really the only thing they have going for them. So I, I, I think they're going to bust their ass to try to continue on this on this Champions League hot streak. So we'll see what I happens. Think Liverpool is struggling without their two center backs, starting center backs. I think they'll struggle against this team, but it'll be a great game for sure. Definitely. Uh, next one for the Wednesday games, February 17th, we got Sevilla Dortmund and Porto Juve. So let's just get Porto Juve out of the way. Juve, Juve is winning that game. Yeah. I don't see Porto getting much opportunity in that. Porto um, has been okay, but not, not good not enough. Not Juve level. Sevilla Dortmund. That is a very good match, I think. I have one thing for that. Erling Braut Haaland. Erling Braut Haaland. That man, best, best, best young player in the world. Simple. Simple as that. He is so, so fucking nasty. I mean, this guy pulled up to the scene. First game with Bruce Dortmund, bangs a hat trick. Like, who does that? (laughs) Who does that? I mean, that's some Ibrahimovic shit. Like, that guy is an animal. Yeah. Uh, Great to watch. Super pacey. Not very skillful, but like makes nah. it makes it work. <laughs> That's not even his job at the strike. No, no, he's not goal, type. He's a goal he's, scorer. He's a goal scorer. He's just a goal threat. But it's like a se- it's like sensational goal scoring. It's, it's not crazy. it's not even just goal scoring. The guy is like, I just can't even describe it. It's so hard that it's so hard to explain. Like just a beast like that. That man is what six four or something like it's that and he specimen. is he is so fast yeah i think he's the the third or second fastest player in the bundesliga right yeah. now and that is insane to me guys guys absolutely nuts he's uh, just a speeding mountain it's right. not fair so just for just because of that sevilla also though let's be honest defense very very good so i'm gonna predict a nice a one nil game for Borussia Dortmund with erling braut Haaland's name written all over it 
So, um, it's tough because uh, Sevilla doesn't really perform that well in the Champions League. They like winning the Europa League. The Europa League is just their domain. And every time they go in the Champions League, they just... They shit the bed. They shit the bed. That's why I don't think they're going to win. Wait, is, are they playing in Spain? They're playing in Spain, yeah. So it's not going to be... It's not going to be crazy. I think, like I said, 1-0. I don't think it's going to be anything too crazy. As good as Dortmund is right now. I mean, as good as Haaland is right now, Dortmund has not been performing that well. So I'm, right. I think I'm going to agree with you there with the 1-1. Well, I said 1-0. Oh, for, you said 1-0. Yeah, 1-0 for Bridger. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 1-1. Okay. Because Dortmund's defense has not been that great. Yeah, I mean... I think so too, but at the same time, I don't know if Sevilla is gonna gonna be scoring. I just I don't see it. Yeah, that's Champions a fair League. Point. I, I don't think they can do it. And Erling is bred for the stage like that, so I uh, think we're gonna see some crazy shit happen with with Erling, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's just hard not to predict a goal from her from yeah. Erling, of course. Yeah. So let's go for the next next week after that, February twenty third, Tuesday. Uh, we got Atletico Madrid, Chelsea. I'm predicting a draw that game, to be honest. First game, I think, is going to be a draw for them. Uh, it's it's being played in Madrid. Well, so. actually, Madrid is not going to be able to play in their stadium due to COVID. Oh, really? So they're going to be playing at basically a neutral ground. I don't remember what country ah, it's going to okay. be played in, but they won't have the home advantage. Well, I so mean... Chelsea has the advantage there. Technically. I, I'm going to be honest here. As much as I love Chelsea... I can't see them beating Atletico. Atletico has just on been fire. so good this year. They have yeah. been absolutely dominating in La Liga, even over Real Madrid and Barca. Yeah. And Luis Suarez does not know how to stop scoring. Man's a beast. He left Barca and said, fine, you don't want me? I'm going to show you what I can do. I don't need you. <laughs> I don't need you. So, I'm, I mean, I think it's going to be a crazy game. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch, but I'm predicting a draw on that one. Atletico is a really hard defense to get by. Um, Tuchel uh, hasn't been scoring that many goals. It's a similar play style, to be honest. So, yeah, I'm predicting... Yeah. I'll predict a 2-1 loss for Chelsea. Yeah, that's it's it's either a draw or an Atletico win for me. Uh, but I'm predicting draw on that. Um, next one is Bayern Munich Lazio. <laughs> First thing we need to talk about. Yeah. Diet Upamecano to Bayern Munich in easily, the summer. Easily the biggest transfer so far that we've seen. Uh, who knows what's going to happen later on with Messi. All this crazy stuff is happening. But Diet Upamecano, one for the future, one for now. Man think, is yeah. absolute crack. I think he's past one for the future. I think that man is already proving to be a top-class center back. And right. soon, very soon, just by moving to the top club like Bayern, I think he will be considered yeah. a world-class defender. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're going to have Boateng's way past his prime at this point. Uh, he's he's out very soon. Um, but then Sula? Him, Sula? him and Sula together? Actually, now that's that I think about it, David Alba's leaving. So he's out. He's, he's out. Have to... Wow, yeah. I so think that's good. a great partnership because you have Diet, uh, who's... I mean, he's not as big as Sula, obviously. But Sula's just a bear. Yeah, that guy's a fucking animal. Yeah. But, I mean... Upamecano is is your textbook defender. That's what you want. The mm-hmm. guy's he's a beast in nature, but he's also very smart and a technical player. So mm-hmm. he he's that type. He's a Thiago Silva type when it comes yeah. to when it comes to when it comes to a, a center back partnership. And uh, Sula also, is going to be like um like David Luiz in a sense, except not as crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, if anything, I think it's a little reversed, to be honest, because Upamakano is a ball-playing center back as well. That yeah. man knows how to bring the ball forward. and right. I, Actually, I think Thiago Silva has that in him, but David Luiz... He did. He had that in him his entire career, no, except for Chelsea his, so far. His, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's been great at Chelsea. All Defensively, right. he's been very good. But he's oh, he's, he's one of the best ball-playing center backs still. Okay, all right. He's way past <laughs> no, his prime. Yeah, Upamakano is definitely a, a, Thiago Silva, a Thiago Silva type yeah. player. I mean, we're Silva's... happy to see what's going to happen with him. And, I mean, in terms of that actual game, Lazio has zero chance. I don't think I don't think Bayern <laughs> Munich's dropping. We talked about Bayern the whole time for a reason. Yeah. I don't think Bayern will even drop There's a no, goal, there's to no be honest way. with you. I mean, the only thing I see Lazio having for them is Ciro Immobile. That man is... <laughs> He's an eccentric I, I'll be honest, like, I've heard of him before Lazio, but... I was never thinking that this man would become a top goal scorer and outscore Cristiano Ronaldo in the city. Uh, it literally it makes no sense. It so. does not make sense. At I mean, all. he he's a former uh, Borussia Dortmund player. He wasn't doing mm-hmm. much there, but didn't do much at all. Lazio, this guy, uh, he found his home there. Yeah, uh, good for him. I don't think it would be smart for him to move anywhere else. I think no, he found no. his home. That's it. And People will love him there forever. He'll be exactly. a club legend. So good for if good for gets, him. If he gets another golden boot in. And the Serie A, yeah, yeah, easily already a statue for him, in my Facts. opinion. All right, uh, last couple games for Wednesday, February 24th. Uh, we're, we are seeing Atalanta and Real Madrid and Borussia Mönchengladbach and City. Let's get City out of the way. Easy dub for City. Mönchengladbach, little to no chance in a very, in a very, very informed Manchester City. Okay, I have an opinion about that. First of all... Okay. Gladback has not been bad. They have been very good, actually. It's nothing against Gladback. It's but, nothing against Gladback. But you know that Pep Guardiola is known for overthinking Champions League. It is the knockout round. And Pep Guardiola, just, he just struggles to, to do anything in the Champions League with Man City. It's very weird. And I think we'll see in one of the games an upset for Gladback. But I still think Man City will win the, the aggregate overall. I mean, we'll see. Uh, this first game is at Gladbach, so if it's a game that they drop at all, it will be this one. Mm-hmm. But even then, worst worst that thing that happens, I believe, is a draw for them. I don't. I don't think they've been doing way too way too well for them to be in a situation where they're down going into the the second leg. I mean, hopefully, hopefully they'll bring Laporte back and yeah. have have Ruben Diaz and and them together. But actually, John Stones isn't isn't scoring for him for some reason. Right, and doing great. So I think Man City's set there. But yeah, I think it should be a Man City win. Yep. But I wouldn't be surprised if I saw an upset. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I think this next game, Real Madrid Atalanta. I think we're seeing a little bit of an upset there. Um, I I'm not gonna go as far to say as Atalanta will take the take the win from them but i'm i'm sensing a draw in that one because it's being played in atalanta so yeah i don't know i don't see real madrid performing too well in that game it's real madrid i i tried you know against shakhtar Mm -hmm. i was like this has to be a win for for real madrid right 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 (laughs) 
<laughs> and of course, I, I, I'm wrong. Say, nope, Real nope. Madrid does not want to help us out. So, they, you know what? They have been the most unpredictable team. Yeah. And because Fuck of that, I'm going to say they're losing. Yeah. Fuck Real Madrid. <laughs> for, those, for you Real Madrid fans out there, talk to me all you want. I don't care. Not a big fan. Bale won you that Champions League. Yes. Yes, he did. Other, other than without him, I don't see you guys doing anything else. That Champions League. <laughs> Bale's bicycle kick was better than Ronaldo's Champions League. No, bicycle easily. kick. Not even close. <laughs> Not even close. But yeah, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Follow us on social media at the Bull Sports for Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. And yeah, once you see, once you guys get on that, you'll see a link tree. You see everything else that you guys need. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. This has been Dim and Sean. Yeah, we'll see you guys soon.